I have found just in my years the very best way to enter into his presence is just in a place of worship. It, it just draws us into the presence of the Lord. There's nothing like worship to the Lord where we just sing praises unto him. There's different forms of worship, but I just feel like that praise to him, that song to him, sets our heart into an alignment with his spirit. Holy Spirit, we just say tonight, would you open the eyes of our heart and give us a greater understanding? Would you pour in your spirit of wisdom and revelation? It's a spirit, the Holy Spirit of wisdom and revelation. If you want wisdom, you want revelation, it's only by the Spirit. I felt like even we're going to pray tonight. We're going to get into just a place of corporate prayer and as we, as we declare things. But I just felt like the Lord was saying, before we do that, and, we just, and we've done it. We've just come into this place, amazing place of just of worship before the Lord. But we just continue to align our hearts with His right now. And so I felt like the Lord just said, pray this. I'm going to pray just a, it's Philippians, or I'm sorry, it's Colossians 1. I'm just going to say this as a prayer over us. And so just receive this. I feel like it, this is that moment of you just receive everything that the Holy Spirit has for you. And then when we have that knowledge and that understanding and that wisdom of the Holy Spirit, then what we do is we take that very thing and begin to declare that on earth as it is in heaven. When we, if we pray in our own mind and we don't pray by the Spirit, we're not praying in alignment with the Father's heart. The most powerful prayers are when we pray in alignment with heaven hearing what the Holy Spirit already is, is revealing to us, which is the Father's heart. So, Lord, right now, as Paul prayed over the, the church, the Colossians church, he prays this. He says, for this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. And then he says this. And so, Lord, we just ask right now, Lord, that you would fill us with the knowledge of your will through all spiritual wisdom and all understanding. We pray that you would help to give us this life which becomes a life that's worthy of the Lord and that we would please you, Jesus, in every way as we live according to your ways We please you in every way. Lord, I pray that we would bear fruit in every good work that we do, that there is a fruit that's produced, not an earthly fruit, but a heavenly fruit. Let there be heavenly fruit that is where we lay up our treasures in heaven, not on earth where where the moths and and the rust will destroy these things. But Lord, we thank you for the fruit that you have for us as we complete and we do every work that you tell us to do, that you've created it for us to do. May we grow in the knowledge of God. And in this, would you strengthen us with all power according to your glorious might for this purpose so that we would have great endurance, that we would have patience and joyfully giving thanks to the Father who qualifies each of us to share in the inheritance of the saints in the kingdom of light. Lord, I thank you that we actually get to partake and share in this inheritance that you have for your body, for your church, in the kingdom of light. And Lord, I thank you that you have rescued us from the dominion of darkness 
you have rescued us from that veil, from the God of this world. You've rescued us from that dominion of darkness. And you have done this. You've brought us into the kingdom of the Son that you love. And it's in this that we have redemption. We have the forgiveness of our sins. Oh, Jesus, we, we set our eyes upon you tonight. Lord, I thank you that we get to come into a place of, of warfare for the kingdom. Lord, it, 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 it starts in this place of prayer. Lord, I thank you that you were, you're teaching us how to engage in warfare, in prayer. That we would see your kingdom come. That we would see your will be done. That every place we step, every place we put our foot, that we would take territory for you. Lord, I thank you that all that we do is to give glory to you. That scripture that that's going to, that 2 Corinthians 4, Marcus was just, was singing this, and it's so beautiful. In the same way that, that we are no longer under the dominion of darkness, we've been rescued from that dominion. There is a God of this age that has blinded the minds of unbelievers. And I feel like even tonight as we pray, there's just, we're going to, we're going to begin to take authority over this, this God of this world that has blinded the minds of unbelievers, and we're going to begin to break down those, those walls, those barriers, those blinders off of so many, that today would be a day that their eyes are open, that they see the glory of God. They see this. It says, it's the, the, uh, the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ, which when that veil is removed, we, people can begin to see. And there's a freedom that comes. They're set free from the bonds of sin. There's a righteousness that comes upon them. We become the righteousness of God in Christ. Lord, I thank you for your righteousness and that you actually clothe us with righteousness. It's an armor that you clothe us with, which is your righteousness. Lord, we thank you for that. Lord, we set our eyes upon you tonight. I'm going to just speak one more thing. And just, Lord, I've, Lord just had me everywhere tonight. Oh, my gosh. It's a swirl. I'm just going to kind of speak this and pray it as we, as we, I'm not going to go into the testimony in detail, but uh, I've just been facing a battle this week, and, uh, and I just, it actually started last week, and I was like, Lord, it's just been, it's been a weight on me, and I'm like, Lord, you're going to have to fight this battle, and he actually said he would fight the battle, but there's that part of us that we're like, yeah, but if you don't, <laughs> then I'm going to fight this battle. <laughs> and, uh, and I just, I just want to declare the goodness of the Lord. He is so good. And, and just even today, there was a situation I just, as I was telling you about over the past couple of weeks that I've been, it's been a wait. And today it just got removed. And and, and I didn't even have to fight the battle. And actually, there was someone else that says, you know what, I've got this. I'm going to fight this battle for you. And, uh, and I get a call today that it's all taken care of. Never had to touch it. Never had to deal with it. It, it was dealt with. Amen. And I just feel the Lord's just saying, like, all we do is the part that we're called to do. We come into an alignment with the Holy Spirit. We ask him for wisdom and revelation because he's the only one that gives it. Otherwise, it's our own wisdom. It's our own, we're trying to figure things out. And it, it never really works out that well. But as we come into that place of understanding what he's called us to do and only do that, and it's usually just such a small part. For me, it was a phone call. I made a phone call. 
That was all it took. But I feel like it's just exactly what the Lord has you do. And he'll impress something on your heart. And you just play that part. For, for Jehoshaphat, when he had a, a vast army against him, the Lord says, I'm going to fight the battle for you, but stand firm, stand strong, and watch what I do. You're going you're gonna to send out a team of worshipers, and you're going to worship me, and you're, you're going to declare my goodness, and then I will set the ambush against the armies and destroy them. <laughs> so, Lord, I thank you that even tonight, as we get up and as we... As we come into this place of prayer, Lord, I thank you that we're only going to play our small part, but we're going to do exactly as you tell us to do. We're going to declare your goodness. We're going to come before you in worship. We're going to get to know your ways, and then we're going to walk in them in radical obedience. And often, it's, always, it's so often something that really doesn't make sense. It's those things of, you know, going around the the walls for seven days and blowing trumpets like that's not how you defeat an army but lord may we walk in radical obedience to your ways but i pray that there would be such clarity in this season to hear your voice that we would then just walk in it nothing more nothing less feel like Isaiah 35, and maybe somebody else, I'm going to actually ask just somebody else to pray into that tonight. There's, there's something powerful, I feel like, in Isaiah 35 tonight. So if someone wants to take that and just and pray it, um, it's interesting. It, it leads up the next Isaiah 36 is Sennacherib and, uh, and Hezekiah, and it's another one where the Lord fights the battle. And he obliterates 185,000 soldiers in the middle of the night. And Hezekiah doesn't have to lift a hand. The Lord does the work. And he just plays his small part. So I'm going to read this and kind of as a prayer, this final thing here. And then I'm going to ask, and this is what I'd ask is, we want, we want you guys to pray. Uh, this is about, there, there is... There's a warfare going on, and uh, as we get into this place of prayer, we actually step into a place of authority on earth. If we don't, I know we've talked about it, but just to, to hit on it very quickly, prayer is one of the most powerful weapons that we have. It's the very thing that, of all the things that the disciples wanted to know, they said, Jesus, teach us how to do that, because whatever that is, it works. <laughs> it's powerful. And Jesus teaches them how to pray. And, and that place of prayer, it is your kingdom come. It is your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So what we're doing is we're actually we're listening, we're getting the, the, the plans, and then we're actually declaring them on earth. And as we do, we declare them with power because Jesus has the keys to the kingdom. That whatever we bind on earth is bound in the heavens. Whatever we loose on earth is loosed in the heavens. We don't sometimes realize the authority and the power that we walk in to change the atmospheres and to change situations on this earth. This was just a, this was a word from Graham Cook. And uh, if you haven't read it, it's an awesome word from 2012. It's called The Water Levels Rising. But at the end of it, he, he prays something, and uh, I'm actually going to just read this prayer that just um, kind of confirms everything that he spoke into, and I believe what it does, this is going to do tonight, is just set us in this, in this tone and set us in a place of, of getting ready for battle, but aligning with his, with his heart. We come into a place of surrender to him. And he begins to fight the battles for us. So this is what the prayer was. So we say yes to the Lord. We affirm our intentions that they shall be as yours. 
We agree with heaven tonight. We agree with heaven. Lord, sweep us off our feet and let us taste your passion. Would you build your throne in our hearts and let us see your passion? Lord, take the roof off. Take the roof off and let the water level rise continuously until, until we are overwhelmed by the overflow. Lord, I pray that you would soak the walls. Soak these walls. Let us be a sacred space. Do all that is on your heart to do. We resonate with you tonight. Do all that is on your heart to do. We resonate with you. Fill this place and fill our hearts and let heaven come down. Let heaven worship here. Let the sound of heaven be heard tonight. Do unprecedented things beyond our reasoning, beyond our imagination, and let a certain sound go out across this city. Indulge yourself tonight and let the rivers flow. Release permission and favor and blessing in this place. Thank you for the living water, a fountain of life that flows from within each of us, a river that is being outpoured, a water level that is rising. So tonight we say yes to all that you intend to do. May our purpose, may our desire, and may our placement be fully aligned with your will, with your plans, with your purposes. We say, amen. Let it be so. Thank you for measuring us with your blessing. Raise up fathers and mothers across this state who will steward this outpouring for the sake of the kingdom and for the greater glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. And it's in the precious name of Jesus that we pray this. In Jesus' name, amen. So I just want to invite you again. We're, the prayers tonight are just corporate prayers. We're not praying necessarily for individuals. That's for different times, but not for tonight. But we're praying from a corporate level. And just I would just ask, keep it in prayer. We're just going to stay in this place of prayer tonight. When he came down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. Behold, a leper came to him and worshiped him, saying, Lord, if you want to, you can make me clean. Yeshua stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I want to be made clean. And immediately his leprosy left him. Where could I go from your spirit? Or where could I flee from your presence? If I ascend up into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in shale, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the dawn and settle in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand will lead me and your right hand will hold me. If I say, surely the darkness will overwhelm me, the, the light around me will be night. Even the darkness doesn't hide from you, but the night shines as the day. The darkness is like light to you. Father, it doesn't matter what has happened to us in our lives, what well, we may have done to ourselves, what has happened to us. Every excuse we have of separation from you is just that. It's an excuse. 
every person around us that seems to be fleeing from you cannot flee from your presence. Every road we get on that seems to lead away from you, you're standing right there on that road. There's nowhere we or anyone else on this planet can flee and get away from you. So Father, I declare that all roads that we think lead away from you are dead-end streets, and you're waiting at the end of that dead end. And you have set us, all of us, as lights in the darkness, glowing beacons to lead people to you. Father, you've empowered us to shine light in the darkest places. And we think it's not safe to go into the dark, but you're right there. The darkness is as late to you. There is nothing we should fear. There is nowhere we should fear going. There is no one we come in contact with that's outside your reach, including ourselves. We can't get away from you. We can't hide from you. So, Father, take those hiding places away. If we have yes. twinges of them left in our hearts, take those hiding places away. We've been adopted as sons and daughters. We live in a world of orphans. And we are your sons and daughters. And we have the ability to go where no one else can go and rescue and bring sons and daughters home. No one is outside your reach. Even a leper that no one would go near and you touched him. You are just waiting to touch every one of us. So Father, we have the power. Let us take that power into places that only we can go. Each one of us has a different walk. Empower each one of us in the walks that we're in. Give us the mind of Christ. Give us eyes that see. And when we sing, we know that your hair is white like wool and your eyes are a flame of fire. That's how you look now. You don't look like you did when you were walking in Israel. You were a lion clothed in sheepskin. That lion is out now. Father, take away fear. You said, do not fear, for I am with you. Be not afraid. You will strengthen us. You will help us. You will uphold us with your righteous right hand. So turn us loose as a mighty army of warriors of light that are fearless to go into the darkness to bring sons and daughters home because we have that power and I declare that power over us. It's ours. All we have to do is use it. All we have to do is put it to use. So clothe us with your light that shines so brightly that people cannot hide from you when we go to them. Amen. Amen. I want to encourage you just as Steve's praying or whoever's praying, just even like Marcus does a great job of this. It's just like repeating phrases that are being prayed. And just what it does is it just aligns our heart with that agreement, just to come into an agreement with prayer. It's powerful. Even, even when someone else is praying, we just step into that place of agreement with them. It's not just listening to the prayer, but actually like it's like you're almost grabbing it, taking hold of it, and, and taking it as your prayer and saying yes to it. And then it says where two or more are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst. There is power in agreement. Amen. It's a battle between the Sharons. Who's going to make it first? <laughs> mentioned Isaiah 35, and um, the Lord gave this to me uh, to pray on the Capitol steps uh, during the standard movement, 
and I don't think I've shared this here, but it's pretty powerful. So I'm not trying to be dramatic, but I'm just going to go for it. And if you would just uh, agree with me and declare with me. This is a declaration from Isaiah 35, which is the scripture for revival in our region. Okay. The bride of Christ is rising up now. She walks with her beloved Jesus Christ to break every chain and set the captives free. We are hope carriers. We are the Lord's ambassadors of love. We are here to make Jesus famous. The spirit and the bride of Christ say, come. Let anyone who hears this say, come. Let anyone who is thirsty come. Let anyone who desires drink freely from the water of life. Wilderness, desert, rejoice and blossom like the rose. Burst into bloom like the abundance of spring flowers with singing and full of joy. Those who are lonely, it is time to be glad. Deserts become green. Plains become lovely. Like the excellency of Carmel and Sharon in Israel, for you shall see the glory of the Lord. The Lord has come to display his glory through his precious bride. He has come to display the splendor of our God. So strengthen your tired hands and encourage those who have weak knees. Pray fervently, declare with authority, it is not time to back down. Rather, this is the very time to move forward and advance. Fearful hearts, be strong. Do not fear. Your God is here to destroy all bondage and the evil that comes against you. The Lord himself is here to save you from your sins and reconcile you to himself. He is here to open blind eyes and unplug the ears of the deaf, both physically and spiritually. Those who are injured or lame, he has come to heal you. So you can leap like a deer for the glory of God. To those who have been silenced, unable to speak, we declare it is time to speak up. We need your voice. Speak and also sing for joy. Springs and streams of water are gushing forth in the wilderness. Rivers of living water are pouring into the driest of places. Your parched hearts are becoming pools and springs of water are satisfying your thirsty souls. So in Christ, we take authority over the evil and demonic in our region. We proclaim that all who call on the name of the Lord will flourish. We are set apart for Jesus Christ, consecrated to the living God. We walk in God's ways, no longer living for ourselves. We live for God now. The enemy has no place with us because we are hidden in Christ. We are protected by our glorious Father. We are the redeemed, ransomed of the Lord. We belong to Jesus now. We enter our city with singing, crowned with everlasting joy. Sorrow and mourning are disappearing, and the entire body of Christ is filled with joy and gladness. And because of us, God's people, our city is redeemed. It is washed clean. The heavens have have opened and baptized us all with living water. For Jesus has come to pour out his love and presence and, our, and offer redemption and salvation and freedom for all. We are here as the Lord's ambassadors. We were made for this. We declare the bride of Christ is rising up now. Amen. So be it. I just want to encourage you, just as we're singing this, I just feel we should come with that expectation that as we, whatever we pray tonight, we're going to see happen. Like, get ready. Don't, we're not praying this and going, gosh, this would be a great idea. I think we're, we're praying tonight. We're like, watch what happens this week. Watch what happens over the next four or five days as we pray this, as we declare these things. We're actually bringing heaven to earth. We're, it says that, that God's army angels, they move at the sound of his voice. And when we declare his words, when we align with heaven and we declare his words, there are angel armies that begin to move. Heaven begins to move. So these prayers are powerful. What we're praying now, we will see happen. Get ready. Philippians 2, 12. 
Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now, not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you, born both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Do all things without grumbling or disputing that you may be blameless and innocent children of God without blemish in the midst of crooked, of a crooked and twisted generation among whom you shine as lights in the world. James 2.21 Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered up his son Isaac on the altar? You see that faith was active along with his works and faith was completed by his works. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness and he was called a friend of God. Father God, I just pray, Lord, right now that you strengthen every single one of us, that you reveal yourself to us, Lord, that we may not just have faith and belief, Lord Jesus, but that we may work, walk out and work out that faith through our actions, Lord Jesus, that we may believe, Lord Jesus, that whatever our bank accounts are saying, Lord Jesus, that we may say, no, you're lying to me. I'm going to do what God is asking me to do because I know that he's going to fill it up. Father God, whatever it is right now, if our job is reduced if our hours are being reduced we are going to walk out in faith knowing that you are going to provide for us knowing that you are going to make our hours work out whether it is through that job or through another lord but you are not opening just doors but the gates are open right now lord and we are going to believe that you are working it in us lord we are thanking you, Lord Jesus, right now for that which you are putting in our hearts, that which you are putting in our minds, Lord. The new ideas, the new visions, the new dreams, Lord Jesus, every single one of these things are going to be fires within us, Lord Jesus, that are going to make us work it out, Father God, because you are the one that puts the will in us. You are the one that makes those works go. So thank you, Father God, because you're the one that is making it happen within us and for us. And we thank you for that, Lord Jesus, for this generation, for this ecclesia. Lord Jesus, not only for this church, Lord Jesus, but for this region. We thank you for it all, Lord Jesus, because every single one of these individuals are going to come to know you, Lord Jesus, because every single time they're going to turn to you and you're going to turn their hearts to you, Father God. We just thank you for that, Lord Jesus, in your holy in precious name, Lord. Amen. I wasn't going to share this, but even after Marcus spoke that, I'm even more convicted that I'm supposed to share this. Sunday night, I went to the Chiefs Broncos game at Arrowhead in Kansas City. To cut it short, got to bed late. The next thing I remember, someone was tapping on my left shoulder, or so I thought. I'll preface that with, I was in my own room. I was with other people, but I was in my own room, hotel room. And there was a tap on my left shoulder. And I stood up abruptly and I looked at the clock. First off, well, let me preface that with someone spoke, pardon me. And that's when I had to remember that I was in the room by myself and nobody else was in the room. And then I realized that I was being visited by an angel. I, look, I stood up and I looked at the clock and it was 5.55 a.m. And then I heard an echo in the room. It said, what are you doing? Like, like, get on the bus. Like, you're missing it. Like, you're out of frequency. Stay tuned into my frequency. <laughs> and it wasn't condemning though. It was just like a father just encouraging his son. And I felt in my spirit three words, and this is why I'm more convicted to even share this. I wasn't going to share this. He spoke three words. I heard this, the three words, just like God was imparting in me. Surrender, just what Marcus was prophesying. Abide and obey. Surrender 
abide, obey. And then God said this to me. He said, I pardoned you. So just as he started with pardon me, the angel, the Lord spoke to me and said, I pardoned you. I've been processing this. I, I told Mike about it, I think on Monday. I've just been processing. And it wasn't until tonight the Lord reminded me of what he spoke three months ago. He said, the invitation has been sent. He was talking about salvation. He's talking about the prodigals coming home. And then he showed me tonight. I just saw this before service, and this is why I wasn't going to share it, but I am now. And that's where I'm going to read from. Isaiah 55, 5 is where he took me to. 5, 5, 5. So I'm just going to read through this, and I'm going to pray, pray, pray read it. So we're going to pray into it. Isaiah 55. Here's the cool part. If you're in the NLT, the, the heading is invitation to the Lord's salvation. Understand, when I woke up and, and the angel said, pardon me, what are you doing? I felt like I had missed it. I even recall the conversation I had the night before at the football game where I was talking to someone and I felt, I walked away from the moment and felt like I missed it. I just want you to know you didn't miss it. God's grace is greater than that. It's not about you. That's the best part. Is anyone thirsty? Come and drink. Even if you have no money, come. Take your choice of wine or milk. It's all free. Why spend your money on food that does not give you strength? Why pay for food that does you no good? Listen to me, and you will eat what is good. You will enjoy the finest of foods. Come to me with your ears wide open. Listen, and you will find life. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. I will give you all the unfailing love I promised to David. See how I used him to display my power among the peoples? I made him a leader among the nations. Here's verse 5 right here, guys. 555. Chapter 55, verse 5. And I've been, I've read this before, but I saw it in an entirely different way tonight as I realized that the Lord is speaking this over the body of Christ right now, the bride. This is verse 5. You also will command nations you do not know, and peoples unknown to you will come running to obey. <laughs> obey, imagine that. Because I, the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, have made you glorious. Seek the Lord while you can find him. Call on him now while he is near. Let me repeat that. Seek the Lord while you can find him. Call on him now while he is near. That's saying come get the oil while it's still present, while it's still available. Come get me while I'm still available here on earth. Let the wicked change their ways and banish the very thought of doing wrong. Let them turn to the Lord that he may have mercy on them. Yes, turn to our God, for he will forgive generously. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. The rain and the snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same with my word. I send it out, and it always produces fruit. Let me repeat that. It is the same with my word. I send it out. In other words, it will not return to me void, and it will always produce fruit. It will accomplish all that I want it to, and it will prosper everywhere I send it. You will live in joy and peace. The mountains and the hills will burst into song, and the trees on the field of the field will clap their hands. 
I love that. Where once there were thorns, cypress trees will grow. Where nettles grew, myrtles will sprout up. These events will bring great honor to the Lord's name. They will be the everlasting sign of his power and his love. Lord, I thank you. God, not only do I thank you that you speak and you preface and you foreshadow what's to come, Lord. You've spoken it. You sent out the invitations, and then you said the prodigals are coming home. They're returning home. God, I thank you, God, that you'll speak to us through your angels. You command your angels, Lord, the ascending and descending ones, Lord, to speak to us. I thank you, God, that you'd speak to us through your angels. I thank you for the message that's been spoken, not just to me, Lord, but the bride, the church. God, I thank you that you're speaking to every heart here tonight and everyone watching online, Lord. I thank you that every heart would be convicted to come near to you, Lord, to see your face, God, to be convicted in such a way, Lord, that everywhere we go, we have an intentional thought process. Everyone we meet, God, that you'd have a word for them, that you'd speak it through us, Lord. I thank you for your word and what it says in Jeremiah 33, 3. Call to me and I'll speak to you. I'll show you great and unsearchable things that you did not know before. God, I thank you that you'll speak through a willing vessel, God, a willing heart, a willing person, God. It's not about one person. It's about all of us, Lord. Each and every one of us, Lord, has the ability to hear your voice and speak your word. God, I just want to, God, I thank you that you're encouraging the body. I just encourage every single one here tonight. I just want you to hold out your hands. I just want you to hold out your hands wide, left to right. And just speak to him in your own voice, but just say, God, I receive the word that you have. I receive the word that you have for the one in front of me the one that's at work, the one that I run across in the coffee shop, the one that serves me coffee in the morning as I pull through the drive-thru, Lord. I thank you, God, that you'd speak to every single heart here tonight and everyone online, Lord, for the, for the checkout person at the grocery store, for our neighbors, Lord, that have went wayward, Lord, and lost their way, for those that are hungry, that are showing up at our door, just looking just looking and searching for the authentic, genuine love of a father. I thank you that you'd use the voice of your children right here. Those that have said yes to you. Those that have said yes to your call, that many are called but few are chosen. I thank you that every single person here tonight is chosen, Lord, of you. And God, that you would def define what it looks like, their mission, their purpose as they walk, Lord. I thank you that you've empowered every single person, Lord, to walk in power and authority, Lord. God, you've, you've anointed each and every one of us, God, to preach your good word, Lord. God, to lay hands on those that are sick and they be made well, Lord, to lay hands on those that are dead and they would come back to life, Lord. I thank you that the captives are running free and the bonds of the bonds and chains, God, that have been that have been shackled around those, God, that have been imprisoned, Lord, that they would be set free, Lord. Liberty would come. So, Lord, we just release that right now, Lord. I just prophesy that, in fact. I just release that over the body of Christ, Lord. God, that the invitations have been sent, Lord, and that, God, you would use each and every one of us to speak your word into those, God, that you're searching, that you've been pursuing, that you've been running after, and, God, that they would return home they would return home to a party. They would return home to a fattened cat. They'd return home to a robe and a ring and sandals, Lord. God, I thank you. In fact, even as that word is spoken in, in, in Luke 15, Lord, I thank you that it took a community to come around the prodigal. It wasn't the father that put the robe and the ring and the sandals on. He said he called his servants and he called those that were at the party to go impart the ring and the robe and the sandals upon the prodigal. God, I thank you that you'll use every part of the body, that you use every one of your children, Lord, to impart in this hour, Lord, for the prodigals that are coming home. God, we just thank you. We love you. 
God, we just seek you right now. We pray these things in the mighty, loving name, <laughs> the, the prodigal returning name of Jesus. Amen. All the glory be to God. May only the truth be spoken through me according to his will and purpose. That his kingdom might be expanded and Jesus be made famous. Holy Spirit, come. Most of what has been said tonight while we were in worship earlier the Lord was downloading to me as well. So, what has been spoken, consider it agreed upon. And when two or more agree on a thing, it shall be done. And Father, we come in agreement with your spirit and your word that your will might be done on earth as it is in heaven. Father, I thank you for the grace that you've shown to this house. I thank you for the strength and courage that you have given to the leadership and the body of this church to walk in your ways, to be bold, to speak your truth, but in love. And Father, I decree and declare that this house shall continue to be a house of prayer and that it will continue to grow in strength by your grace and mercy. I thank you, Almighty God, for what you're doing through this body. I thank you for the authority that you have given to this body. And I decree and declare that it shall be expanded, that it not shall not be just a 120-mile radius but that from this place it shall be expanded just as light never stops. That the word of God will proceed from this house to the far ends of the world through those who are touched by this body and the leadership of this body. Father, we are who you say we are and we can do what you say we can do. And Father, this is a Daniel 3 time. You are calling us to say that my God shall deliver me without fear, as was said earlier, without backing down. Father, if any of us fall, let us fall forward to take even more ground. Lord, you are who you say you are. And because you say what, that we can do, what you say we can do, may we continue and walk in boldness, Lord, taking new ground continually for you. Lord, may we not shrink back. And Father, may we believe that you will deliver us from the fiery furnace. A year and a half ago, the Lord told me that we would see things that we've never seen, that we would go through a period unlike any that we have ever seen. Father, may your glory fall upon this place and upon our nation. And in Jesus' name, by the power of the Holy Spirit, I tell the spirit of Baal and Jezebel, you have no power over us and no authority over us. We are children of the Most High God. We've been adopted into the house of Almighty God and have been fellow heirs with Christ to the throne of grace. And you may not touch us. We shall walk in the strength of Almighty God by your grace Almighty God, 
we will do what you would have each one of us do. We shall not be afraid. We will not shrink back. And we will take territory for you. Be glorified and lifted up. We thank you and give you praise, Almighty God, for we can do no good thing apart from you. But he who is in us is greater than he who is in the world. So we shall not fear. In Jesus' name. So last Sunday, after church, I thought I would go home and rake leaves. Well, unfortunately, last Sunday was fairly windy, and I would rake the leaves, and about that time, the wind would come along and blow more leaves into the yard. <laughs> so I kind of gave up, but I felt like the Lord was showing me, I was thinking about that, and uh, you know, we're... Nicodemus came to Jesus, and, you know, Jesus was talking to him, and he says, um, he was trying to explain the Holy Spirit, and he said, well, you know, you, you feel the wind, you don't know where the wind comes from, and you don't know where it's going, but you can feel its presence, and you can see its effects. And I felt like the Lord was saying for this church that the Holy Spirit is going to bring more people in to the harvest. And it's just like raking leaves, you know, you rake them up into a pile. And I mean, you put them in the trash, but I'm not saying he's putting the new believers in the trash, but he's, but he's gathering them together as a harvest. And um, tonight I was thinking about that and this verse came to mind. And it's, it's 1 Corinthians 6, 9, it says, for you do, uh, do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor those habitually drunk, nor verbal abusers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. That just about covers most of it and most of our backgrounds. But then verse 11, he says, such were some of you, but you were washed, but you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ in the spirit of our God. And I felt like the Lord was saying, you know, the people that I'm bringing into the harvest, they might not look like you. They might be a different culture, they might be a different color, they might have had a different sexual orientation. They might not dress the way you do. They might not wear their hair the way you do. But I want you to love them, and I want you to accept them into my kingdom. Um, because in Samuel, you know, when Samuel was trying to anoint a new king, you know, God told Samuel, man looks on the outward appearance, but I look on the heart. So I felt like that was what the Lord was telling me, that when, when these people are coming in for the harvest, that we should be looking at their heart, not at their outward appearance. They may not be like us. They may be totally different, totally different background. So let's just pray about that and, and ask God to help us to do that. So Lord, I thank you for that um, word that you gave me. And I really believe it. We're already seeing it here at the rock that you're bringing people into your kingdom every week and uh, we thank you for that and we and we pray that you'll raise up people to mentor them uh, to disciple them and help us to have your heart lord help us not to look at people's outward appearance and judge them or or shy away from them because they're different just give us your love and your compassion for them and help us to walk with you and give us wisdom, words of wisdom for these people. And I just pray uh, for the people who have already come into your kingdom, that they will be the ones that fell on the good soil and 
brought a harvest 30, 60, or 100-fold. We're just believing you for that, Lord. We don't know when you're coming back, but um, as long as we're walking with you, it really doesn't matter. And we should just continue to abide with you and do your will. So strengthen us and help us to do what you want us to do, what you've called us to do. In Jesus' name we ask, amen. Today, will you guys stand up? We're going to close. I just want to pray a final thing, just as kind of the theme has been, I feel like this, we're strengthening the, the hands and the feet right now for the purpose of, of preaching the gospel. We need, we need those that will go out and preach the gospel. We need mothers and fathers to come alongside those that are new and say, we're going to walk with you. You're not alone. Just as Jesus says, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I believe that's our calling as well. We're to come alongside those and say, look, we're not going to leave you. You're not going to be left alone in this time. In Romans 10, it says this. How then can they call upon the one that they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one in whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Lord, I thank you that even as we ask you for the, the workers and the laborers, Lord, it's the very thing you, that we're supposed to ask for. Send the laborers, send the workers, Lord. We thank you that that is us. <laughs> Lord, that we are those laborers, we are those workers. And Lord, we do, we agree with you. We say yes to being sent by you, sent by your spirit as you impart your spirit in us. Lord, I thank you that we will be your sent ones. Regardless of whether we have have 50 years of, of knowing you or 50 minutes of knowing you. Lord, I thank you that we say yes as, as our sins have been atoned for, as you have come and you have touched our lips. Lord, I thank you that today is the day of salvation. And so, Lord, we say yes to you today. Lord, I thank you that just your words of how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. As you look upon those, and Lord, you pour out your spirit upon us. Lord, for the purpose of doing your kingdom work, Lord, I thank you that we are, you're sending us in this season, that each one of us plays a part in this. Lord, I thank you that somebody prayed for boldness, and Lord, I do, I just agree with that, that boldness in this season. Lord, I thank you just what, what Steve was praying, that as we, as we, it's like raking up leaves, that there's more, the Holy Spirit just blows in and says, here, there's more. Lord, as we sow, there's a harvest that we get to reap. Lord, may we not sow sparingly. May we sow, the, and it's that sowing the Word of God, that we would sow it. Everywhere we go, we would declare the Word of God. We would declare your truths. And Lord, I thank you that as when we sow, Lord, there is a harvest that we get to reap. We get to do the very thing that's on your heart. As you say, go out into the highways and byways. Bring them in. Let them know about this banquet, this feast that they get to partake in, that they can be a part of. Lord, I thank you that we get to go out and we get to shout it from the rooftops. We get to declare your glory. We get to declare your goodness to those that don't know you. And I thank you that many will turn to you in that veil. Just as we prayed at the start of this service, Lord, that that veil would be removed. The very veil that the Father or the God of this world has put on people. Lord, I thank you that our Heavenly Father, by the power of the Holy Spirit, removes those veils. And it says those that turn to the Lord, he turns to them. He draws close to them. I thank you, Lord, that you are drawing close to those that don't know you as they begin to turn to you as we hold out that word of life. It says as we hold out the word of life, like stars in the universe, that we would hold out the word of life. Lord, I thank you that we are light in the darkness, that we are hope where there's hopelessness, where we're love, where there's been no love, a void of love, where there's fear. We thank you that it's your perfect love that casts out fear. So, Father, I just thank you that you are, you are sending us in this time that we have beautiful feet 
<laughs> to be sent and to go and to declare the goodness of the Lord. That, that verse in Ephesians 6, Paul's words, he says this. He says that when I open my mouth, Lord, put your words in me that I will fearlessly make known the mysteries of the gospel. Lord, I pray that when we open our mouths, that by your Spirit you would fill us with the word of the Lord. You would fill us with the rhema word from the, from the Lord for every person that we come in contact with, that we open our mouths and we would fearlessly make known the mysteries of the gospel because we are ambassadors of Christ. Lord, I thank you that you've called us to be those ambassadors. So, Lord, I thank you for that commissioning. I thank you that we are all commissioned by your Spirit to do your work and to do your will. So, Lord, we just, I just pray a blessing, Lord, over every person in this place, everyone who's watching online. Lord, I pray that, that as we leave this place, Lord, that we would never be fearful, but, Lord, we would be bold in every circumstance, not because of who we are, but because of Christ in us, the hope of glory. Lord, may we know who we are in Christ every moment of the day, wherever we go, that we are Christ bearers. We are ambassadors of the Most High. So I just bless every person. Thank you for the joy of the Lord that is our strength. Lord, give us that joy as we go from this place. Just as, as Tracy was praying, Lord, that it's that, that we will go out with joy. We will be led forth with peace. Lord, may we go out with joy and be led forth with peace. In Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen.